T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Inside Access with Jason LaConfora, Ken Wyman, and Tim Barbalace. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 1057 The Fan. Tried to check it up, couldn't do it. That's strike three, and the tag from Adley Rutschman is Bradish's first strikeout. And he blew it by him. Four strikeouts, four scoreless for John Means. Kyle uh, started his throwing uh, buildup and throwing program in January, uh, as as a, a pitcher typically would. And in the course of that, he detected some irritation in his elbow, his throwing elbow, uh, such that we wanted to get that imaged and checked out. And um, that diagnosis revealed an injury that we would characterize as a sprain of his ulnar collateral ligament. Means has enough time to be ready for opening day. He's uh, you know, he's a month behind the other pitchers, so I'll kind of leave it there for now. Um, but uh, you know, you could probably do the math if he's a month behind the other starters. He's probably going to be a month behind the other starters. But I'll we'll 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 take that as it comes. He's in a good spot too, and he's like I said, he's on the mound. Um, it's just about a guy that had a lot going on with his elbow last year and getting that totally in the rearview mirror, um, you know, uh, before we clear him to go. Happy opening of spring training, everybody. Jeepers uh, creepers. Wow. So we were all excited. Hey, Corbin Burns looks good in orange. We Great. saw him throwing to Adley Rochman some of the uh, video shot by the beat guys today. But a lot of news from Mike Elias, who met with the media today. And we'll start with the two pitchers. And Kyle Bradish has a UCL sprain. He will start a throwing program tomorrow. Hopefully, this uh, this injection he got is it works out. PRP injection in the elbow, and this a couple months we'll look back and nothing to see here. But anytime you think hear about elbow uh-huh. and a pitcher, it leads you down a path that eventually ends in a Tommy John surgery. So we'll hope for the best with Kyle Bradish. Anything around an ulnar collateral ligament uh, leads me to think of two other um, initials, TJ. Yep. Um, There's often a straight line from one to the other. Look, uh, I think if this team is of the mindset, if they are who their actions finally recently show that they are and, and what their words have said for a long time, that we're in it to win it, then I think there there's... One true realistic reaction to this, which is we can certainly hope for the best, but let's manage for the worst. And if you're managing the worst case scenario, that's 
John uh, uh, John Means for the fourth, this will be the third or fourth straight year. Yeah, we haven't gotten to him yet. Being compromised, right? Yeah. Being behind, having a suboptimal start, knowing he hasn't pitched a full season in years, and having no Kyle Bradish. Like, that's the worst case scenario. And the reality is, can you trust Kyle uh, John Means? He's like even before the Tommy John, he was hurt every year. Uh, that's what I kept bringing up when we were talking about expectations. When the guy is healthy, when he's pitching, he does really well. But the issue is, there's always setbacks and setbacks, and that's why it's tough to really count on him for a significant amount of starts. Now, you, I hope that they are sitting there saying. Anything close to a normal season out of either of those guys is is a cherry on top. But we can't, especially now, right at the onset. Because I got news for you. Other pitchers are going to get hurt, too. Pitchers get hurt. And we talked all offseason, especially prior to them finally making the Corbin Burns deal. And part of the reason why, even when they got Corbin Burns, I said, you might call me greedy. I want Brandon Woodruff right bleeping now, too. So he can st- he can do his rehab under our auspices. And maybe he's good for some point in July or August or whatever. Like Because the idea that Grayson and Bradish were going to pick up where they left off and, oh, they're both going to be good for an additional 30 to 40 innings on top of the jumps they already made last year. Pitching's not linear like that. It, it doesn't work that way. And by and large, the Orioles had unbelievably good starting pitching fortune throughout mm-hmm. their organization last year. Yeah. The year before when you had Means go down and even like guys like Zach Pete go down, like you had guys going down Tommy John left and right. But like Means appeared to be back on course. You went and got a 200-inning horse. We're talking about Seth Johnson now a full year removed from Tommy John, right? We're talking about Povich and 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 McDermott having no physical setbacks last year, maybe being able to help in the bullpen. Like you went from everything looking super rosy to now having legitimate concern about forty percent of your starting rotation. To me, it, it's and and you know what, you don't always have time on your side. Right now, time is on their side, and the free agent pitching market is on their side. Yeah. The fact that everybody sat out the hot stove league except for the Dodgers because they're worried about the state of their local broadcasting rights or the state of their regional sports network, and whatever reason, we've had a lot of people come on and talk about why spending was so depressed. You you still have a guy like a Brandon Woodruff out there who, again, I think you got to get somebody healthy right now, but he's out there. You've got Ryu out there if you want to go from the left side or Rich Hill. You could still go trade for a Lazardo. You could trade for a Cease. You could trade for one of the other Marlins starters. You could go get a from the right side a Lorenzen, a Cueto, something like. There's a lot of different ways they could go. They need to do something. To your point about depressed spending, not just writers. Chris Young, the GM of the Rangers, said it out loud yesterday. He told the beat writers, he said, look, we're the state of our, our network, we don't know what's going on with their media rights, so we're, don't expect us to spend yeah, right now. Don't connect us to Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, yeah he, Pete said it. He said, look, we're, we're waiting to see what our future is media-wise. We're not spending. I, I am curious, and this brings me back, and we were talking about this in the bullpen a little before the show, uh, when we tried to get Boston only on a couple weeks ago because he wrote a piece after the announcement of the Rubenstein uh, sale that we've seen evidence in the past of teams, even though the sale was not made official by Major League Baseball, they operated 
in effect, like the new ownership was in charge. He he mentioned both the Padres and the Dodgers. Once those sales had been made, before they were consummated by MLB, they operated like the new ownership was in charge. Well, it's a good time to see some influx of money. And it's also worth noting, I mean, how many reports have we seen within the past week, two weeks, about this new uh, ownership process being fast-tracked? I mean, it sounds like things will go through prior to opening day. So you would hope that there's money for a possible Jordan Montgomery. And we put out a poll. Orioles were pretty healthy pitching-wise in 2023, aside from the Bautista injury late in the season, so regression was inevitable. Bad news on Bradish and Means today. Hard to see how you can count in the lefty for sure, which begs this question, Birdland, what now, uh, close to 300 votes in. I 1057 the fans, how you find the poll on Twitter. Sign Montgomery, 47.1%. Sign Blake Snell, 30%. Roll with what you have, 22.8%. Look, we're getting to a point, too, where these guys are going to want some certainty. Yes. And maybe it's just not out there for them this year because timing's everything, and this is the year of RSN chaos. So Spotrack says Jordan Montgomery should make about eighteen five a year. He's probably asking for at least twenty, right? Yeah. Well, I'll go give Jordan Montgomery twenty five million fully guaranteed with a chance to make another seven in incentives, and let's go. Like, because you're going to pay, you're going to have to pay more, right, to get him to agree to sign for mm, less. Yeah. But you know, so so no one's going to give you five years, a hundred and whatever, twenty five times one twenty five. I will give. I'll we'll. we'll We'll make it worth your while. Like, what is it? Why not? Or, or some sort of short-term deal that has an opt-out early. Yeah, you know that that's 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 a way. If to you do hit it. certain, th- I think he'd probably only want to do a one-year deal anyway. So I'm not sure about about that. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. But either way, like, what, what, their payroll would still be infinitesimal. And next year's spending wouldn't be at 2025. He'd be off the books for 2025. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't even, you'd still have a clean slate there. Like, now, Montgomery's the guy of the two. Like, there, there's a, I'd want a lefty in the rotation. Yes, exactly. So, well, I mean, they're both lefties, but I think Snell yeah, wants no, like Snell 30 gonna, a year now. I didn't finish. Yeah, you're right. I didn't finish. He's the lefty I prefer. So those two guys are the guy top of my list. I know a lot of people have tweeted at me since this is announced, like, why not go get Trevor Bauer? Well, he's a no, righty. Thanks. Uh, you know, he's also got a like he's got stuff. Now I know that that whole case he's it has been dropped and it sounds like it's a mess. It's still a like it's still a messy situation. I I'd like a lefty. Yeah, I like a lefty. I would too. And again, Ryu would make some sense. I mean, if you think these are real short-term things, Rich Hill and maybe he transitions to the bullpen or something like that. I mean, Rue's only thrown 79 innings the last two years because he's had his own arm problems. Mm-hmm. But when he came back last year, he came back strong for the Jays, and he's been in this division for four or five years. Regardless, I think they need to do something. Yeah. Because <laughs> this won't be the only time a starting pitcher has a physical issue this year. It it just won't. And we found out last year Cole Irvin ain't good enough. Well, and, But that's the other thing with these. It, assuming the 22% of the people saying roll with what you have, well, then this affects the bullpen because Tyler Wells is going to have to be a starter now. Cole Irvin is going to have to be a starter now, so that's two less bodies that you were counting on in the pen. Huge show today, Thursday. We'll check in down in Sarasota. Andy Koska covers the O's for the Baltimore Banner. We'll talk to him at 2.30. Coming up at 4 o'clock, part of our inaugural IA Hall of Fame class it's Beck QL's Lucy Burge at 4. We'll talk Red Sox with Andy Gresh from WEI at 4.30. And Sunshine himself makes his return. Jimmy Patsos in, in studio from 5 to 5.30. It was a controversial show yesterday. Yes. There, there were certainly going to be some um, a case to be made for a lot of other individuals to crack that first Hall of Fame class. And remember, this process has just begun. Yes. So, you know, for those who didn't make it, and and originally we thought we were putting in six, and Chuck Bucks convinced us three. Yeah. Um, there's a whole nother calendar year to continue to bolster your Hall of Fame resume. And I'm sure, once again, we will continue to have way more candidates than spots. Yeah. Worthy candidates. Incredibly worthy candidates. It's like the backlog in the in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And this started worthy. immediately. Yes. This was an immediate backlog. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you just you, you, this. Now I know how Reggie Wayne feels. Like, yeah. he's, he's deserving. Antonio he can't get Gates. In. Antonio Gates. Like, that's, that's the Maybe feeling. Maybe we could connect Jimmy Sunshine with Antonio yes. Gates and those two could talk it out. Yeah. And they can empathize. Yes. Coming up next, another guy who uh, Michael Elias announced has an injury is Gunnar Henderson, and he's got an oblique issue. If you're going to have an oblique, I guess this is the perfect time to have it. Uh, Gunnar Henderson, what concerns do we have there? We'll discuss next here on The Fan. Inside Access on The Fan. Um, Gunnar Henderson. Gunnar... Um, about two weeks ago, just under two weeks ago, was uh, working out at home, early baseball activities, and had a uh, mild oblique 
aggravation, I would characterize this as really typical early spring baseball player, oblique side muscle stuff. He's almost two weeks into it. We're thinking it's going to be two, three more weeks before we're out of it. Um, so hopefully he doesn't miss too much time in his camp. At this point in time, we don't expect him to. But you're going to be a little. Uh, it's going to be a little late seeing him in game action because of that. Don't don't expect his uh, opening day to be endangered as of as of this time. And the hits keep on coming. We talked about John Means and Kyle Bradish last segment. Now Gunnar Henderson, some oblique soreness. And that doesn't even mention Sam Basayo, who's got a stretch fracture in his right elbow. He is catching, uh, not throwing, but DHing. So they're, they're hoping he'll be able to catch by April. But the Gunnar Henderson of it all, and we know obliques can be tricky sometimes. Oh, yeah. I think all the time. Yeah. Uh, so how are we feeling about Gunnar Henderson and an oblique? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if there's ever a great time for one of these because they're so easily aggravated and they there are natural baseball motions, um, like swinging a bat. I like throwing a ball overhand really isn't natural. The body's actually made no. to do it the other way. Yeah, but even natural body movements that are required of baseball players can easily aggravate anything going on with your sides there. So I I I, I could do without it. Frankly, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure they feel like they caught it pretty early. We know that they'll be judicious and cautious about this, but he only has one full major league season under his belt. So uh, it's not like he's a seasoned, grizzled veteran. He's also really young and, and um, loves playing baseball. And, you know, he will be trying to come back as soon as possible, and they may have to protect him from himself a little bit. It's just crazy how these things work. <laughs> like, because who who would who would be getting, do you think, especially if they really are serious about Jackson Holiday at second base, who do you think would be getting a whole lot of work in major league games at shortstop right now? Gunnar Henderson. Without Gunnar Henderson. Oh, Jackson Holiday. Joey. Joey Ortiz, oh, I'm sorry. And, yeah. and who do you think, especially with the mean situation, who do you think would be the left-handed guy DL. first up in the starting rotation? I wasn't picking up what you were putting yeah, down yet. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, isn't doesn't the baseball gods yeah. aren't they something? Um, I don't know what they're going to do. Like I, I don't know. I, I would hope they stick to the plan and, and let Jackson get the bulk of his work at second base. But the reality is they don't they don't have a whole lot of shortstops. So maybe that means like more of Ramon doing it. Maybe that means a little bit of Westberg. I don't think they'd ever want him to do it in a real major league game, but maybe he shows them otherwise. Um, or that might cut into Jorge Mateo's experiment, yes. and he's got to now play more innings at shortstop just because somebody has to do it. Uh, I'm incredibly bullish on Gunner. We're all incredibly bullish on Gunner. We're going to, a little later in the show, go into a little more depth about some of the betting markets. Um, you know, Gunner's somebody who, what, he's he's sixth in AL MVP, at least at BetMGM. He's got the six best odds to be AL MVP. He's got decent odds to at least be in the mix, potentially leading the American League in homers. Those are super high standards. And I have nothing but the highest expectations for him. But <laughs> oblique with baseball to me is kind of like hamstring in football or quad. It's like it's one of those things that it it, it tends to to keep 
pinching you from time to time. Yeah, coming back. Like you said, there's never an ideal time for these type of injuries to happen, but they're still a month and a half away from uh, opening day. Now, you hope that he can get as much time during spring training as possible, but this is a time where you can err on the side of caution, maybe protect Gunner from himself because you know he's going to want to be out there all the time, you know, get all the reps, but... There is some time before opening day. Yeah, there is. And the crazy thing about this, and you were just going over the futures markets, is like uh, we were planning to talk about Gunnar Henderson today anyway, but it was more about could this guy be a legit MVP candidate this year? Could this guy start to cement himself as a superstar this year? Not are we going to have to worry about is he going to have this oblique thing sneaking up on him all season long? <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, and and look, I mean, him being as young as he is, and probably like as as flexible and malleable as he is, and um, in the kind of shape he's in, maybe all that portends that this ends up being nothing, and he, you know, he sits for a few weeks, and it, we put it behind us, and it's hard to look at it. Right in isolation because it's also intertwined with some really bad pitching news and not the greatest news in the world on Basayo either. So it kind of feels like um, a whole bunch of stuff was kind of just dropped on us uh, first day yeah, of spring training. Yeah, nice things. It's like one tweet after another. It's like, God. I like we got two weeks so. to like revel in new ownership and Corbin yeah, yeah. Burns and then bam. Reality starts smacking you back in the face. Yeah, Shelson in the group chat. Who is healthy? Yeah, <laughs> you know, when he was allegedly, Kay Povich looked good today. <laughs> for what that's worth, yeah. Um, and look, it could always be worse. And and there's a lot to love about this organization, but especially with the pitching side, I, I think you'd be a little naive. I, I would look at these markets and I would play some of these guys off each other and I would be getting a veteran starter, my guy at my price. Uh, there's plenty of candidates out there. Plenty of candidates. Inside Access here on a Thursday. Coming up next, we're going to go down to Sarasota. Andy Koska covers the O's for the Baltimore Banner. He'll, we'll get his thoughts on all this injury news next here on The Fan. Spring training, it's up and running, and man, the injuries are already mounting. So let's check in in Sarasota with uh, Andy Koska, covers the Orioles for the Baltimore Banner. He's down in Sarasota covering the O's, and he joins us courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline now. And Andy, good afternoon. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Let's start with Kyle Bradish. How concerning is this for you, this uh, elbow injury? Yeah, thanks for having me. I mean, the major concern, I think, for, for Kyle Bradish and for the Orioles, Michael Elias kind of downplayed it today, but uh, at the end of the day, this, you know, this is a UCL injury, and that is a, you know, there's no, it doesn't necessarily mean uh, a surgery, or, you know, there, there are ways you had a PRP injection, and, and with, a, with a minor UCL tear, which, you know, sprain is a, is a you know, minor tear, um, it is proven a, a PRP injection that it can have positive results and can avoid surgery. So best case scenario, he doesn't miss all that much time. Definitely out for opening day. He's going to be on the injury list for opening day. But um, this is still a major concern because you're, you're talking about a, a pitcher's elbow. And uh, so it's, yeah, it's a major, uh, you know, it could have 
major repercussions for a rotation that on paper with him as part of it looks like probably one of the best in the American League. So best case scenario, he doesn't miss all that much time. Um, but that's best case scenario. Elias also said that John means he could be in danger of not being ready for opening day because he's a month behind. How concerning is that? And how are these two injuries going to impact the bullpen? Yeah, I think, you know, your question about the bullpen is a really prudent point because, uh, you know, I'm not hugely concerned about the John means. He's just behind a throwing program at this point. And, and while he, he might miss opening day, uh, with some off days uh, for the Orioles built in already, they could, they could potentially get away with a four-man rotation for the first couple of weeks of the season, giving the first two weeks or so, giving some time for John means to come back. Uh, or they can they can go with a five man and and pull up you know Tyler Wells is a great chance to make this rotation now uh, probably you know still was a you know in the in the competition for that fifth spot even before but you have Tyler Wells you have Cole Irvin uh, Bruce Zimmerman is a, is a candidate uh, you have some non roster guys um, that are you know potential uh, options for for the for the rotation uh, but the trickle down effect as you mentioned. You know, some people would have penciled in Tyler Wells and Cole Irvin as bullpen guys. Uh, and suddenly you take those two away potentially for your starting rotation and the bullpen gets a lot thinner. So it will be a competition in camp to see exactly how does the back end of this bullpen look. You have Craig Kimball, you have Dylan Tate back from injury. Uh, you know, you feel pretty good about the back end of the rotation with Danny Coulomb or back end of the bullpen with Danny Coulomb back. Um, but it, it still will be an adjustment and. Yeah, it'll be an open competition on camp, and luckily they had time to figure it out. And this is kind of the way bullpens work a lot of times. It's a revolving door, uh, guys coming up from AAA. And you got to remember, you know, on the eve of camp breaking last year, they got Danny Kulop. So it's, uh, you know, no, not, not necessarily this, you know, this is not necessarily the group that is guaranteed to be on the opening day squad. Uh, there could still be movement. How... Well, and maybe I shouldn't even frame it that way. We immediately started looking at potential free agent starters that are available. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Um, 
Does your mind go there at all? Because let's face it, we haven't even gotten to an A spring training game yet, and other arms will falter, right? I mean, I don't know that they're going to have the kind of injury luck they had uh, this coming season as they did last year with starting pitchers. This would kind of already start to portend. Not, and a lot of guys are being asked to kind of take a jump from even where they were last year in terms of you know potential innings load. Yeah, I mean, I guess if, if you looked up Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery, um, I would find it uh, surprising um, that this leads to one of those mm-hmm. two signings purely because, uh, as, as Mike Elias said, and you know, in his words, like the alarm bells are not ringing because they both they expect both Gradish and John Means to pitch in 2024. So I, I don't think they are necessarily looking at needing a you know huge signing of, of that magnitude. But you could, I mean, Michael Lorenzen is still a free agent. Uh, so you have options out there that are maybe more mid-level free agents. You could potentially get them on one, you know, one year of the club option, something like that. Uh, I wouldn't rule that out. And Michael Hines didn't rule it out. You know, he said he's, you know, they always, or they continually look at, at pitching. It's, it's a position you can almost never have too much of because of injury risks, just as this. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a possibility, uh, although they do have, you know, people in camp and they, mm-hmm. they, feel, they feel pretty confident about, you know, Tyler Wells and, and Cole Irvin. And, and they've mentioned Bruce Sermon by name as well. And his, you know, what he was able to do this offseason, they were very impressed with some of his uh, adaptations over the winter. So uh, I don't think it's a necessity, um, but, you know, it's something that the Orioles are definitely looking at at the same time. We're talking to Andy Koskitz inside access here on the fan. Let's get to the uh, injuries on, on everyday players. Gunnar Henderson, oblique. This is something that can stick with you for a while. These can be tricky. Uh, are, are you showing any concern with Gunnar Henderson's injury? No, I'm not, I'm not having any concern with Gunnar Henderson right now. It was not an oblique strain, rather an oblique aggravation. Uh, and at this point of camp, you know, a little aggravation, uh, you, you just stop. <laughs> basically and, and, and you hope that it you know can heal up and, and go away before it becomes a strain or anything like that of the muscles uh shouldn't be an issue there uh michael eyes and brandon hyde seemed very comfortable with with uh writing his name on the lineup card for opening day in, in you know six weeks so yeah it shouldn't be an issue with should not be an issue with gunner henderson although he will miss about a a week of grapefruit games probably uh give or take uh you know a week or two of grapefruit games so maybe a little bit behind uh his development uh this spring but he's been working out all off too he should he shouldn't be too much of an issue Andy, we, we've been talking about assuming Jackson Holiday heads north with the club, Gunners healthy. Where does Ramon Urias fit in to this year's team? Uh, utility guy, you know, and, and this is, uh, I still think he has a, a major place with this team. Uh, probably doesn't play as much as he did last year or the year before. Uh, you know, when he was a gold glove third baseman, is pretty much every day third baseman in, in 2022. Uh, won't get that kind of playing time, but. Um, yeah, I mean, if you assume that Jackson Holiday makes the team, I still think there is there is room for both Jorge Mateo and Ramon Arias because they like to rotate a lot. And Ramon is is good against right-handed pitching, and he's good against left-handed pitching. And you know, he's uh, the the right-on-right matchup, honestly, for him is, is is pretty good. And maybe he splits time with Jordan Westberg at, at third base. You, you don't exactly know what what they will will deem, but Jordan could be the left, you know, again right-hander against lefties. 
and uh, Ramona Rios against against righties. You know, they, they had many different options they could go with. Uh, I still, yeah, I, I I've seen you know, you know, speculation about maybe the you know maybe the Orioles trade Ramona Rios, but I would find that kind of hard to believe because uh, he's still under team control, can play pretty much all four infield positions, shortstop not as frequently, but still can in a pinch. Uh, that flexibility is, uh, you know, incredibly valuable to Michael Elias and, and the Orioles. We're always kind of wondering if there'll be surprises, right, and the proverbial camp battles. And it, it certainly felt like 24 hours ago that, you know, things you, – you could you could pencil or Sharpie in a lot of roster uh, – you know, maybe even the entire roster. Let's be real, that there maybe weren't a ton of openings to make this club. Are there any areas you're you're looking at? Any individuals you're looking at? Maybe even, you know, some of the guys they've signed recently, whether Matan or or Peyton Burdick or something like that, who who wet your fancy a little bit, or you kind of wonder if if there might be more there than we realized at the time. Maybe like an O'Hearn proved to be last year. Yeah, I mean, Nick Maton is an interesting guy. Uh, you know, plays all over the field, pretty, you know, all-around utility. Um, I, I still think position player-wise, it, it will be fairly chalk in terms mm-hmm. of what, you know, was expected going into camp. I, I do think, you know, the injury to Bradish and, and you know, the slower build-up for, for John Mean changes the, the starting rotation, you know, exceptionally. And, and that, as a result, um, you know, really alters what the bullpen looks like, you know? So I think that is the most intriguing, you know, who are the last, you, know, you can probably feel pretty confident. It's going to be Corbin Burns, uh, Grayson Rodriguez and Dean Kramer in the rotation. And then you have two spots, um, you know, probably Tyler Wells in there. Uh, I'd be surprised if he wasn't. And then you have that final uh, fifth spot that could go many different ways. Could be Cole Irvin, could be, you know, could be Chase McDermott, could be Cade Povich, you know, it could be one of the young guys too. So, there's a lot of different routes. And so for me, the, the pitching uh, battle, this, this camp will be the most interesting thing, but you also look at the outfield and you mentioned, you know, you mentioned uh, uh, Peyton uh, was picked up yesterday. Um, I still, you know, I still think Colton Kowser, Heston Kerstad have kind of the front line of, you know, to get that uh, final spot just with the offensive upside, mm-hmm. both of them have, um, you know, the problem with Heston would be he can't play in center field. Uh, Jorge Mateo, if he proves he can be a better center fielder, uh, more consistent center fielder, rather, um, you know, he could, you know, it could kind of open the path to having Heston on the roster uh, if you're comfortable with uh, with Jorge at center. Uh, Sam Hilliard is another uh, one of those pickups that, you know, I actually am more intrigued, you know, intrigued with than a lot of the other um, waiver claims slash uh, cash, cash consideration trades. Uh, plays all three off with spots. Um, was you know decent with the Rockies, um, so maybe there's a there's a way he sneaks on. But still, I mean they they know they they know the offensive upside of their two you know high ranking prospects in Kerstad and and Kowser. We still have Ryan McKenna, although Ryan McKenna does not have a minor league option right. for his name, which makes it a what makes it a more difficult situation for him. Andy, before we let you go, uh, you guys at the Banner have done a really good job since this uh, David Rubenstein announcement uh, has happened and the changing in ownership, which is going to happen at, at some point. What are you hearing? I keep seeing things like fast track and it's moving rapidly. What I know Mike Elias was asked about it today. What are you hearing as far as ownership is concerned? Yeah, I mean, it, it will get it will get done. Major League Baseball is excited about it. Um, they you know, are welcoming um, you know, new ownership in Baltimore. 
Um, probably by opening day could be a could be a good guesstimate uh, being you know finalized. Uh, but you know there needs to be an owner's vote, and you know from all, all things we've heard, it's it's uh, you know pretty much excitement across the board. So um, that shouldn't be shouldn't be too much of an issue or hiccups or anything like that. Uh, but still, I mean, these things take time. There's a lot of a lot of paperwork involved, and uh, you know, it's a lot of money changing hands. So, um, yeah, it will it will happen at some point soon, and probably more quickly than than some deals finalized. But uh, definitely, you know, probably not tomorrow. <laughs> Andy Koska covers the O's for the Baltimore Thank Banner. Thanks so much. Enjoy the weather down in Florida. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, we want to hear from the people coming up next. 410-583-1057. Not exactly the way we wanted to start spring training. Kyle Bradish, he's got a PRP injection in his elbow. John Means a month behind. Gunnar Henderson, oblique. Have to change how you feel about the Orioles? Do they need to go out and get another pitcher? 410-583-1057. Your calls on the WGK Law Guest and Caller Hotline next here on The Fan. Inside Access. 410-583-1057. One here from Birdland on the WGK guest and caller hotline. I, I I do one before we head out to the phones. Andy Koska didn't seem to be as panicked about this as we are. He's like, nothing to see here. We got guys in camp that we can get done, and, and he seems more optimistic again than, than I guess we are a little bit with the injury situation. Yeah, I look, I... I I think the overriding sentiment for me always is you can't have enough. I I, I think not having a parade here since 1983, um, I, I originally termed it as maybe getting a little greedy, but I don't think it even is greedy, especially with the cold, hard realities of pitching and especially mm-hmm. oft-injured pitching, John Means, or really young pitching that hit new innings limits last year, Kyle Bradish, and you could also put Grayson in that bucket. Yeah. Um, that it really is greedy. I, I think maybe it's just being smart and being ambitious uh, about doing whatever you can to meet really lofty expectations. So even when they got Burns, I still wanted another starter. Whether you know it's someone with more of an eye towards twenty five, like a Woodruff, or whether it's somebody like a Lorenzen or a Ryu or a Cueto or a Rich Hill. You know, like we we can come up with a wide tapestry and panorama of potential options or whether you still go out because you do have a Kobe Mayo and a Heston Kirsten and you give real prospects for someone like a Jesus Lazardo. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would have no problem with that. A dominant lefty controllable for at least three more years. So for me personally, it, it ramps everything up because honestly, I don't consider either of these a surprise. Yeah, and 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 remember, look at the Rangers at the deadline last year. Yeah. They went and, and they went and got both Montgomery and uh Scherzer. And, and Scherzer. And we didn't know Scherzer was gonna get hurt, but like they doubled down. So when Scherzer did get hurt, they still had Montgomery and they had they had enough pitching to get through. Yeah, I'm not pressing the panic button on Gunnar Henderson, but Kyle Bradish, anytime you hear UCL, uh, elbow, yeah. I'm nervous. And yeah. John Means, unfortunately, this is part for the course. We've just seen this every single year with John Means. So, yeah, you need to get someone, and preferably a lefty, because Means was that lefty in this rotation. And that's why I keep 
talking about a Jordan Montgomery, a guy that has success in the postseason, that's pitched in the World Series, that's pitched in the American League East for for years. There's got to be some number out there that for Jordan Montgomery and Scott Boros for a one-year deal, they'd just be like, okay, are we going to keep spinning our wheels here, hoping somebody gives us Mm -hmm. five or six years, you know, at 160, whatever their magic number is. Or is the chance to make $30 million in one year and go back to the World Series, is that enough? Like, And wh- I don't even know that the Orioles would do that, but but I would. And, and we brought this up a couple weeks ago regarding John Means. I'll bring it up again. Since they moved the wall back, there have been 69 starts by left-handed pitchers at Camden Yards. The Orioles have accounted for 17 of them. Yeah. The opposition, 52. Yeah, this was done for a reason. And if John Means is not able to stay healthy enough to capitalize, then I'm sorry, the default answer doesn't have to be roll Cole Irvin Mm. back out there again. You have other options, and you still aren't paying anybody. Even Corbin Burns, that's a one-year payment. Santander at $13 that's a one-year commitment. There should be some wiggle room here. And the Rangers started two lefties in the playoffs here at Camden Yard. So they took advantage of it more than the Orioles did in the playoff series. Let's go out to the phone lines, 410-583-1057. Joe is in Arbutus. Joe, you're on the fan. Hey, Ken. Uh, long time. I'm really excited about the uh, Orioles this year. Um, I haven't been as excited about them going into a season since, um, well, back in 13 after 12. The last time I talked to you, Ken, was uh, – in 2012, after we beat Texas in that uh, wild card game, we was getting ready to play the Yankees. Mm. And we were both so excited about, you know, our chances and talking about how, you know, we've been oil fans for so long. And Jason and Bone were excited, too. I, was, yeah. I didn't get to talk to you about it, but I was excited. Yeah, I remember watching that game. About, oh, yeah, man. It was so I was in New York for and, work. And, and now, now we've got this young team, and it's so exciting. I just can't wait for the season to start. Um, it's making me get over my depression about the Ravens losing. <laughs> yeah. I still wish they would have ran the ball. Yeah, we all do, brother. In the league. But, you know, but I just wanted to let you guys know how I love your show. Your knowledge oh, on, you. on sports is, is awesome. I listen to you all every day. And I thank you for thank that. You. It helps me get through my day. Did you Thanks. think? Did you? Were you okay with our inaugural uh, Hall of Fame class? Do you have any idea what I'm talking about, or is that just jibber jabber? The, uh, the uh, Hall of Fame that they made this year. You mean that or, we did? Uh, no, our, our stupid no, Hall of Fame. Wanna find, yeah. Oh you, no. Yeah, no, you're not I might have missed that. That's all right. I, I, I work. I'm a flagger, so I'm out on the road. Okay. And I keep my phone in the pot in my pocket sometimes, and. With my earbud, <laughs> listen to y'all, and sometimes I do miss stuff. But no worries. Good old Odyssey, yeah. Thank I, you. I, I, I listen to you every day. Well, love your show, guys. Thank and, you. Uh, keep up the good work. Thanks Thank so much. Thanks Stay for safe the call. Hey, by the way, uh, Lucy Burge, part of our inaugural class, joining us at 4 o'clock, mm-hmm. Mark Viviano and Bobby DePaul, the other members of the class. It's an esteemed, distinguished yes, class. Yes, and and a lot of people were buzzing on the streets of Baltimore yesterday about those that didn't get in, feeling slighted. Uh, I know I'm not on the Twitter as much as I used to be. Not Bobby D, I didn't, I didn't smoke him out on a text. Yeah. Nothing, nothing on the Twitter well, machine. No, he he retweeted. He, he retweeted, he, but he, I but I no he did retweet it. Yes, he oh. did. He did. No, no reply oh, yeah. or anything or quote but. we got a personal message from viv yeah we did we did yeah it was very touching yes, yes. it was he's the man yeah uh he's but, the man 
Was it you? Who was no, who I, I, it was you. I'm trying to remember who slighted him. Yeah, uh, I didn't well, slight him. There was the you know that I. You're gonna have to answer to Jimmy Pat. Sunshine's coming in five. I, I'm just gonna slight. say this. Viv has been on this show. I would say. Eight to ten times more than Patos. Maybe even more than that. Uh, Jimmy Patos been on a lot. Uh, he's not been on a lot. Yes, he has. Dude, how many times has he been in studio? Yeah, he's been four, in maybe. No. Four? four. He's been in four. Four? Really? I mean, serious? I don't know what goes on here the first week of July when I'm not here. Comes does does he come in and sit in for a week and I'm not aware of it? Well, we can't look at it. We can't look at Ryan. He just got here. But. During basketball season, I would say he comes in. At least once a month. Yes. What? Like, yes. At least yes. once a month. You're having some brain drain. Dude, first of all, the first there's two years of this show where we couldn't even be in here. We no, started two weeks before COVID. You're, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm with you, but like... And how many weeks are there in the college basketball season? Three? Well, I, no I one's talking about it in October. In the college bas- ta- when do people I, start talking about college basketball? Yeah, but we'll have him on it then. Like, okay, November, season. December, January, and over then, the course of two years, because there were two years where we really couldn't do well, it. One year didn't have six. it. Six, exactly. We, we, we actually had him on right before March Madness that year we, when it got shot down. We also talk NBA playoffs with him, and the NBA is seemingly year-round. Yes. Yes. I wish there was an easy way to run the numbers. Even if it's eight. We've got Viv on a lot of times. Oh, Viv's been on more. Been I'm not going to disagree Viv's, with that. Viv's probably been on a hundred times. Dude, Viv, Viv was my yeah, So it's, he's still probably at least eight it's times more than Patrick. Quantity. It's What's about both. It's not eight times. Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. criteria. That, Appearances weighed heavy for me. There's no season for Viv. No, he's, no, he's a man for all seasons. Yeah, we will concede he's that we love Jimmy Sunshine. Jimmy Sunshine. Now, Jimmy Sunshine could do it all. He does do it all but sometimes in one segment. for our purposes, he's been he mostly does. seasonal. <laughs> Jimmy, we Viv, Viv is every season. Hey, to Jimmy's credit, and Sunshine will be joining us at 5 o'clock, we'll bring him on for a reason, and he seems to bring up all seasons. We yes, can go anywhere with yes, him, Yes, but let's be real. And he feeds us. Since oh, the yeah. first week of the show, oh, Viv's, Viv's ever-present. Oh, Viv is, yes. The he's, voice of reason. Yes. He's the conscience of the show. I would never say that Viv is not a Hall of Famer. He just thought, did not make my first ballot. Well, thank God he still got in despite you. Ah, uh, well, I, I think a so. A wrong was righted. Yeah. Well, regardless. Jimmy and Sunshine. killed the clock. Jimmy we Sunshine's going to join us at 5 o'clock. Yes, we did. <laughs> hey, coming up next, Marlon Humphrey is one of those guys that I think the Ravens would love to restructure, but can they get that done? What's his future? A little purple rain in the forecast next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 